Alrighty, let's get, I've got a light on today, so I'm just gonna make sure the light actually works, sorry. Okay, so for those who were waiting for this to be live, apologies, it's late. Um, Facebook makes it really difficult to go live in, in, uh, live in groups nowadays, because they have like, um, you can get like live rooms and like classrooms and things in groups, which is fairly funky. Something that I would love to adapt to, but weird when it comes to trying to actually organize a live in a group, it becomes quite difficult. Um, so here we are. Thank you very much. Hello, Charlie. Um, sorry for the delay. Anyway, right. What I want to go into this evening is we're at a critical juncture in the week. We are Friday going into the weekend. When you're on Friday going into the weekend, A, we need to understand that first and, first and foremost, we are different human beings at the weekend than we are on a Friday. Uh, sorry, in the week. Completely normal. We do work. We have days off. We act differently. We eat differently. We do different things. Now, the key thing here is it's a bit like you have these key junctures in the week. You've got Mondays. Everybody sees that as the reset day. Wednesdays. Everybody sees that as the hump day. And Fridays. Everyone sees that as the thank God it's Friday. But the thing is, when we go into our Fridays, we need to be making a plan for the weekend. We're all adventurers here. We all do adventurous stuff. And the beautiful thing is, is that we are mostly looking forward to our weekends to go out and do our long session. It's usually the time we've got the most time on our hands and we're doing our more adventurous session. Um, and that's what we can look forward to for that weekend. There's a couple of things I want to discuss into this one. But when we think get things planned in, we get things structured, then we have to achieve them. We have to get them done. It makes life easy as possible. Now, Charlie, I'm sure you'll agree with this as well, actually, if you're watching this. I'm very much the same. If you're going out at a weekend, sometimes it, you need to be mindful of what time you go out and how much time you're allocating, because we've all got lives. Some of us have got kids, dogs, partners, commitments, families. We're coming to winter now, coming into the Christmas season, so we're going to have Christmas weekends. Can't believe I'm talking about Christmas already, but I'm pretty sure we've got something silly like 78 days to the end of the year. And this is going to be taking a lot of our time. Maybe the only time of the weekend that we can actually get that time for a long session is silly o'clock in the morning or silly o'clock in the evening. And that's when we need to be really, really... Um, oh, I've forgotten the word. Uh, no, it's gone. No, the word's gone. We need to be very specific with how... Intentional, thank you. We need to be very intentional with when we set these big keystone markers. Because it's absolutely fantastic going through the week, doing anywhere between three and five training sessions a week and really, really enjoying it and pushing ourselves forward. But the vast majority of us who have jobs and have lives and have other things going on, we're not going to have the time necessarily to be able to go and do our long sessions. But the long session is our specific session. Most of us here are training for long endurance events. Charlie, 150 kilometers. Claire, doing 84 kilometers in the Alps. Sophie, going for a 24 kilometer run. We've got lots of different things. Tony, you're training to run 10 different mountains. So the specificity aspect of our coaching needs to come in on the weekends, on those days off, if you work weekends, on those days off. And we need to ensure that we are prioritizing ourselves and prioritizing our workouts. But we've also got to be very careful with how we prioritize our family life as well. Because in the utopian single person's world, it's fantastic to be like, yeah, I'm going to go out and I'm going to do a three-hour run and I'm going to leave at 10 o'clock in the morning and sod everything else that happens in the day on a Saturday. Because for the large majority of us, that can't really happen. 
because you know we need to be there for other people we need to be there for our families and that's where we need to be very intentional with the timings that we set now there are a number of ways we can do this firstly this is a discussion and a very frank discussion to be had with partners families to say look I'm trying to do something here. You've invested in the training with me here and we're trying to do this journey together. Getting people on board with your coaching practice is the most important thing because you spend the most time in your life with your family. You probably see them quite a lot in the day and we need to make sure that there is balance between your commitments and everyone else's relationship with you and that's a difficult thing to come across because I'm not going to be the, you know, the coach that says, just get your session in no matter what, because that's not helping anybody. If you've got kids and they need to go to clubs, that's a different story. If you've got wives and husbands and boyfriends and girlfriends or whatever it is, and they want to actually spend time with you, shock, you've got to factor that in. Now, I'm going to say something that's relatively, it sounds counterintuitive, but bear with me because it is something that really does work. And that's actually factoring in and planning to the point of writing it down and putting it in a calendar, fun times, fun stuff, relationship times, date nights. And yes, okay, you might get rid of a little bit of spontaneity, but you've become a little time poorer because you're committing to this training. And therefore, you're going to be much more efficient if you plan these sessions in. Plan your sessions, you plan your meals. Why not plan fun and why not plan time with other people? If you plan stuff, what gets measured and recorded will get improved. If you plan, do you know what? Friday night, I am going to make sure that I go and meet my friends. I don't know. I've got a uh, outdoor fitness club. We run every Friday night and we do this session on a Friday. And sometimes we'll then meet up, go for a social session once a month. We'll all go for pizza or whatever. And we have fun social times. It gets scheduled weeks in advance. A, to make sure that everyone can, can make it. And B, to make sure that it's in everyone's calendars and we, and we just do it. And the thing is, if you do that with people even closer to you, with your kids, with your wife, husband, partners, everybody else... These things get done. Now, I was talking to uh, one of my friends, actually, and bless him, he's, he is a friend, and he, he's going through a bit of a hard time with his partner. And one of their clinch points is spending time together. And I said to him, why don't you schedule it in? And it turns out that his um, his partner is is dead on planning things. They've got this funky little planning app, and I want to know what it's called because I love a good planning app. And have this funky little planning app for measuring their time, managing their time. And she goes mad for putting things in there. And I was like, have you opened it yet? He's like, I've not even logged into it. And I was like, cool, start there. Because if you log into that, then it's great. She'll get a notification to say, you have logged in. Fantastic, great, you're buying into the process. And then all you need to do is fine the next Sunday you're off or whatever day you're off. It was Sunday for him because that's what it, the, the day he preferred. And find something that day that she hasn't booked anything in and then book something in. And not only does that, will she get the motivation and be like, oh my goodness me, he's fantastic. We're in the process. She's going to warm and fuzzy. You are buying into the relationship. You are allocating time. You are giving time to spending time with that person. Fantastic thing. And you need to do the same thing pretty much. I mean, you know your relationships and families better than I do. But from a coaching perspective, I want to make sure that there is balance here 
with all this training. I can give you the best training program in the world, but if you can't stick to it because there are external factors going on, then that's something we really need to measure. And I've had some incredibly deep conversations with all of my clients, in fact, really, yeah, all of them, with how we spend time around our family. Because it's great to manage squats and deadlifts. It's great to manage runs and cycles. It's great to manage, you know, our nutrition and calories and whatevers. But if, if we're giving ourselves more stress, we're not working. This is not a full coaching package. And the conversations I have with people are amazing. And I am so incredibly grateful for their honesty because this is the psychology of training and this is the stuff I really love. Because the nuts and bolts, you can Google. I put a post up earlier today. The coach's job is to take you to places that you can't go yourselves. The coach's job is to take all of the billions of hits of information on Google, funnel it down and divert it to you, laser focused on one wavelength that you can digest, apply and move into straight away. And that's why you're here. Because otherwise you'd be Googling, how do I do this? And you'll be following something that you probably don't quite buy into because you've guessed it and you've not quite trusted yourself or the internet to give you the right answer. But you're trusting me and I'm eternally grateful for that to give you the right answer. But what we need to do is we need to make sure that we tie in with every other aspect of life because otherwise we're wasting our time and wasting our money. Now then, Tony, you just said it there, you know, you had to make sure your wife was on board before um, committing to your challenge and joining me. 100%. 100%. Because, you know, it's not about, oh, I've got to put it through the partner, I've got to put it through the wife or the husband, because they're not making the decisions. But they need to be happy with your decisions. You're making these decisions for you. But part of you is them. Part of you is your kids, your wife, your husband, everyone else. And... That needs to be settled. That needs to be congruent to your goal. That needs to be supporting you. Because I tell you something, and this is coming from a point where I have been in a relationship once upon a time where everything's worked against me. It's really hard. So this is why we plan our time at the weekends. We have to be very savvy with it. I'm not saying we have to structure everything. I know people who are very weird and they will structure everything down to like going out for drinks with the lads and they're like, right, we're going to have one drink here. It's 45 minutes time. We're going to go here. Then 45 minutes and so on and so on. We don't need to do that. We just need to know, right, well, Saturday morning, I've got kids club, I've got this club, I've got this. And then actually maybe a uh, partner and I, do you know what, we'll go for brunch because we might as well put those two things together and allocate our time. And then Saturday afternoon, we're like, do you know what, we've done loads of stuff this afternoon. We've got to go home and do the washing and do some admin. I'm going to try and get my long session in there as well. If you don't mind, that's what I would like to try and do. If we could try and make that every Saturday night, that'd be fantastic. Or it's Saturday morning and you know what? I balance with the idea of getting up super early at the weekends, getting my long session in even before Laura's woken up because then I can bring her a coffee and we start our day. And if I'm absolutely hanging by the end of the day, then great. I sleep really, really well. And it's just how we fit it in. And this, it does. It matters. Claire, you've hit the nail on the head. It matters. It really does. Because you are not a selfish, self-centered athlete. You are an adventurer, an amazing person, and a person that's got a lot of other plates to spin. Athletes have all of that taken away from them. They go to training camps somewhere in Croatia for months at a time. And we can't really live like that. You know, we've got jobs, we've got bills to pay, we've got things to do. 
And we need to find these ways of working it around us so that we fit and we buy into the process and we stick to it and we trust it and we see the progress. And the version of you that then achieves this particular challenge, and I tell you to everybody here now, I can't wait to meet every single one of you people in the future who can achieve the goal that you're setting out to become. I could definitely go to Croatia too. Should we do it IndyFit versus uh, Croatia? That'd be fantastic. Um, I can't wait to meet those versions of you because those versions of you have got to that. They've achieved the goal and improved their relationship with their family and improved balance. You know, I had a client not so long ago and we were literally scheduling in date nights. This person had a completely destroyed relationship with food and feared going out for nights out, uh, for meals out. And that actually meant, well, we're going to schedule those in and then transform to the person who actually reignited a relationship with their partner simply because we were telling them to have nights out, meals out, enjoying times. And you schedule that time in, it works. You've got a three-hour run to do this weekend, you schedule it in and you get buy-in from people and say, look, I'm going to do this and I'll tell you what, I'm going to wake you up with a coffee in the morning and we'll sit in bed and, I don't know, Laura and I like to look at houses and we look at houses on a Sunday morning and that's our thing, you know, but I've already done my long session by that point. You've already got something scheduled in by that point. You've already got up and done some work maybe at that point. Whatever it is that you've got to do, schedule that time in. I'm just going to open Charlie's comment because I can't read the whole thing. Um, I agree with my wife really does not understand the volume of training I need to do, partly because of her benchmark of training hard. Is it awful that I camouflage training from her doing a three-hour run at 4.30 whilst waiting for the child on netball? I can get it done without friction being... Right, first of all, this is coming from position, ask Laura. I will get her on a live actually one day because this would be a really good dynamic um, to have in a video. I, when we lived in Scotland, I used to get up at three o'clock in the morning and I would do a three hour bike ride before I even started work, before even Laura got out of bed. When I was training for the three peaks rope climb, I'd get up at three o'clock in the morning and I'd do six hours of rope climbing because I had to. I was trying, trying to do um, um, 12 hours of rope climbing. So it demanded a really long time of rope climbing and making it work in the mornings. Now then, Tony, you're on to a point there. Have you tried talking through and explaining what will really take for you to complete your challenge? I think some people just don't get it. And that's okay because they're not that sort of person. They're not that way inclined. Their thought process doesn't work the same way as it does for us. When I say to people, look, I'm trying to do this run. I'm trying to do this triathlon. I'm trying to do this rope climb. Some people just go, great, I don't really understand, but you do you. But then the moment it starts to negatively affect them, they then see it as a problem, as a barrier. They don't see the version of you that's going to come out the other side. The most difficult part here is then negotiating that to say, look, I have to do this. It's, it, it has to happen. This is unbelievably important to me. And it's unbelievably important to me because of... X, Y, and Z. Because I'm not happy. I'm, I'm not happy in my own skin. I'm not happy with my own internal monologue. I'm not happy with how I feel, maybe with how I look. I'm not happy with who I am at the moment. People can't argue with that. People can't, people can argue with type two fun. People can argue with you're just getting up and doing some running. I don't understand why you have to train so hard. People can't argue with, I am trying to build a better version of myself. And this is a process that I trust. I have to do it. 
And if you look at someone in the eyes when you're saying that and you go, look, I have to do this. Please support me for the next six months, let's say. Let's go for six months. Let's say it's in six months time. Please support me for the next six months. And let's go on holiday after. Let's celebrate. I want to show you the version of me that I'm trying to be and that I know I can become and I, I know is in here. And I'm going to show you that person. Let's go on holiday. Let's celebrate after. Um, I think Claire's a really good example here. You know, Claire's training for an 84 kilometer ultramarathon, which for some silly reason, I've decided to go and do with her in June across the Austrian Alps. Now, Mike, Claire's husband, uh, I hope you don't mind me sharing this, Claire. I'm, I'm, I'm going to assume that you don't because I know you quite well now. And for some, sometimes they have to plan holidays together. And sometimes when they go on holidays, Mike needs to go and do Mike's thing. Claire needs to go and do Claire's thing. And that's okay because they come back together again in the evenings and in the rest of the time or they split their time. And when we go to Austria later on next year, I think Mike's going to do one of the little races as part of the, the festival. And Laura's actually going to come in as well. And they'll probably go off mountain biking. And it's making an event out of what it is that you're doing. We were talking to Charlie, actually, about trying to get your loved ones or, or people who you feel might have an, not, not, no, not an issue. That's the wrong sentence. But people you feel like you have to get buy-in for, from, getting them involved in your sessions. I'm sure Laura's got wonderful memories of when I was training for the Cape Bath Trail through winter 2019-20. And I would be running an awful long way. And I'd have Laura come out on the bike with me. It was freezing. It was freezing cold. And you're not running at a very fast cycling pace. And Laura was freezing. Frozen hands. She, she's had, like, I'm talking mountaineering mittens on, like that, are that thick. But it was quite a laugh to look back on. And I'm glad that she was there. I don't think she was glad that. I think she was experiencing type two fun there. But it got her involved. When Laura does her stuff, I try and get involved. I went for a mountain day. I was guiding a client uh, last summer. So not this one we've just had, but last year's summer. And it was in North Wales. And Laura cycled from here to North Wales and still goes on about it now as like a really good memory of, of really tapping into her potential and what she can do because we found a way of mixing those two things together. And when I used to go for a race, mountain biking, we used to go away for the weekend. Yeah, exactly. Tony, yeah, 100%. Um, you know, when you were, it was semi-professional, wasn't it? Was it semi-professional mountain bike racing? Uh, but go away for a weekend and really enjoy it. Um, when I go away for speaking events, I, I do a lot of talks at the beginning of the year. The first six months of the year, I'm doing 12 to 15 national talks. And sometimes I need to drag Laura along just to be the photographer, just to get some content. And it's not a very fun job. It's not very glamorous. I will pay her in, in brownies, but it's not very glamorous. But sometimes we'll take the dog, we'll find a dog-friendly hotel, I'll get the exhibition to pay for that hotel, and we have a little trip out of it. And we get a Wagamama delivery to the hotel, and it's fantastic. It's great. And it means that people get involved, because people want to feel involved. Because I tell you something, there is a fear in people that they will get left behind. And I'm going to say that again. There is a fear with some people when they see you progressing forward that they will get left behind. And you need to make sure that they feel like they're not getting left behind. And the way you do that is to spend time with people and mindful time. I'm not talking time where you're on emails. 
or time when you're on social media, or time when you're thinking about that route recce, or time when you're thinking about that mountain, or time when you're thinking about your kit list. Time. Dates. Nights out. Fun times. Sat watching their favourite film. Really listening. And I mean, not saying a word, but just listening to people. If people feel like you're invested in them, they don't feel like your training is taking you away from them. People feel like you're invested in them and they can see the improvement in that investment because you're doing this training. And that is the balance you need to get because people need to see the, the, the better version of you that you're becoming because you're doing this training. They need to see that passion that comes out in you. They need to see that, that, that adventure story that you've got. And you need to, they need to see who it is you're becoming. Because if they get a glimpse, like I got a glimpse in the very first conversation every single one of us had of the person that I know you can become, if they get a glimpse of that, the person who's going to be crossing the line after the running the 10, crossing the line in Austria and crumbling over and eating some strudel, crossing the line of 150k and then randomly opting to run 15k home, you mentalist. All of these things, Sophie, crossing the line at 24k and running the longest distance you've ever run in your entire life. If they see that version of you, I promise you, you will definitely get buy-in from that person, but you need to show them that. And you show them that by spending mindful, positive time with that person. And you're saying, this is a part of my coaching. This is a part of my progression to become the best version of me. Because the best version of me is not just a runner. It's not just an adventurer. It's not just a climber. It's not just somebody who ventures off in mountains. It's not just a cyclist. The best version of you is somebody who is amazing as a husband, wife, brother, sister, son, father, daughter, everything else somebody else out there counts on you and you need to show up for them and you show up for them by being the best version of you you can be selflessness is the per most important and best version of self wrong selfishness is the best and most important version of selflessness definitely get that the right way around selfishness is the best version of selflessness if you're selfish you work on yourself and then you bring that version of you all that work you bring out to show people the best version, how you bring out your best. Now, that was a good rabbit hole to go down. I really enjoyed that. That was fun. I hope you've taken something away from that. And I hope that spurs on some interesting conversation this weekend. If this is something that you find that you struggle with. And sometimes you might need to bring people in on your coaching journey. You might have to have them sat next to you while you're listening to me rabbiting on. Lucky them. And to see what it is that you're doing. Because some people just don't understand, and that's fine. People just don't quite get people who want to go and run 10 mountains, people who want to go and run 84 kilometres, people who want to go and run 150 kilometres, people who want to go and run 24 kilometres. People don't really understand. And that's okay. You just bring them on and say, look, this is what I'm trying to do. Open door to my world. Come on in, have a look around. This is what we do here. Brilliant, amazing, fantastic. This is really cool. And the more you do that, the more people just feel included. People want to feel included. Like I said before, their number one fear is that you're going to leave them behind. As you're on this, you're forging this path to become the best version of you. People fear that that best version of you doesn't include them. Because they already probably see you as a best version of you. A best version of you. And they don't want that to go. 
But they need to realize that when you are pushing forward, you're becoming even better. And you're crucially pushing forward with them, not away from them. And that's a really important thing. And sometimes you do just need to, you know, come back from your training session and just tell that person how much you appreciate them. Tell them how much you love them. Spend some more time with them. Throw some, I don't know, go and spend some time with the kids. Cook dinner with the kids. Do something just to make sure that they know you're still there. Because you are. You're building. You're building, progressing and doing things that you need to do. You know you're progressing. You know you're on the right path. Make sure everyone else does. So, planning our long sessions. Coming into a Saturday. What a fantastic 45, uh, not 45 minutes, 30 minutes to get us started off. It's Friday today. I hope you've all had a wonderful week's training. For those who are getting their new strategies, I hope you have seen it and you are you are ready for it. There are a couple that are still outstanding, but we've got a little bit more time to get those done, so that's fine. Um, I believe it was Charlie who's got a new training session for today and Tony's got a new training session for today. Um, Claire, yours is coming, but we've still got a little bit of recovery time to play with and I want to really map out the rest of the time going up to your race. Um, Sophie, you absolutely nailed your 20-kilometre run today. Well done. You've only got 24 kilometres for, uh, for your race now, so it's only an extra 4k to go you're going to smash it no problem i also want to remind you that uh, when you did say you were going to do a 24k run you pretty much laughed and said you weren't going to do it you've just done a 20k run and you've smashed it and you feel good and that's awesome so well done team absolutely smashing work for this week on sunday you will have a feedback form to come in please do make sure that everyone feeds uh, fills that in because every bit of feedback i look over absolutely on that Monday morning and then if there's anything that I absolutely need to action if we need to book into a call to action something definitely going down definitely going to jump onto that uh, making cake goes down in our house fantastic um, also your uh, malt loaf cake recipe of that needs to go in the uh, Facebook group next time you uh, uh, next time you make that because it's absolutely banging so uh, right how was that team do you enjoy that I'm going to leave you there because it's 30 minutes of me then on a on a Friday night I'm incredibly grateful that you're all here. Thank you so much. For those who have missed it and you're catching it on, on record, enjoy this. Perfect. The podcast is coming. I know I said a couple of weeks it was going to be launching. It is coming. It is coming. Uh, I'm having a bit of an issue with my system and getting it uploaded. It's not... Basically, there's a sound format that it's not enjoying, but... Uh, I'm, I'm working on it. It's coming. It's definitely coming. And I've got more things recorded for the podcast to come through so you can listen to my voice a little bit more. You lucky, lucky people. And I'm incredibly excited for it. So there is more to come. Absolutely use this group. I love the little core group of people we've got here now. Everybody's feeding off each other. I love it. So what we're going to do is we're going to keep going through this and... Oh, does it not go to the correct video for a bench crunch? I will fix that for you tonight, Tony, and I will send it to you right now as soon as this call is over. Uh, bench crunch, you'll absolutely love them, no problem at all. Um, equally, have a wonderful weekend. Get your long sessions in if you have a long session planned for this weekend. Let me know how you got on. Post it in the group. Share some stuff. Keep everyone fired up. Peace, and I will see you in the next call. If you need anything at all, please ask away. Grab me in the Facebook group because your question will probably be needed uh, or asked by some other person in this group and then either they have the answers or I have the answers and it will help other people. So let's use it and then we'll do it. All right, team. Peace. Have a fantastic Friday night. Have a fantastic uh, weekend and I'll see you next time. Have a good one.